How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Just our typical bullshit here. Well, yeah, with you it is. Andy's typical stuff today. What happens? Run in that mouth. Put it. Tried to get him to bet. He wanted. He wanted to bet. He even said, "You want to bet today?" We bet on whether the Green Bay Packers were playing the Cowboys this year in Dallas or in Arlington. And Andy, oh, you want to bet? Uh-huh. Sure, let's bet. Well, you can see the fucking backtracking going on <laughs> as soon as I said that. Andy got up, got on the computer, phone, looked it up. Guess who was right again? I don't know how I missed that, ladies and gentlemen, being the diehard Packer fan that I am, but... Uh, You're not a diehard Packer fan either. You're so full of shit about that. The fuck are you talking about? When did you become a diehard Packer, Packer fan? A diehard Packer fan is someone that supports their team all the time. I do support them no, all the time. you didn't either. You was a Minnesota Viking fan for a year or two. I was a Brett Favre fan, and now and the Favre's out of the way. Jet fed. Now the Favre's out of the way... I'm a been a diehard Packer fan since that day. If they trade Aaron Rodgers tomorrow and they start to start Deshaun Kaiser, are you gonna be a Packer fan? It's gonna be tough. Exactly. That's what I thought. You're not a Packer fan. You're a sellout. To all them cheddarheads that think you're really a good guy no. in Wisconsin, listen, they're finding he, out what kind of sellout you are. They would even be like, Oh fuck, it's Deshaun Kaiser. This is gonna be hard to rally around. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they they're would. They're Packer too. fans. They would too. Andy. I rest my they case. They were part, they were fans when Don Mikowski was the quarterback. You don't even well, know Don yeah, McCowski the magic is. man. Uh, he wasn't very magic. Well, ACLs will do that to you. Anyway, thank you for listening to this podcast. Jeff's lucky he's across from the table. I'd slap the fuck out of him right now. Oh, boy. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Dive Bomb Industry. God almighty. The best. What in the hell is going on now? That's the worst cup of coffee I've ever had in my life. Tony just made. Oh, he, see, he's just bitches all the time. It's not Folgers. Whatever. It's not. Well, this pro- this podcast brought to you by Dive Bomb, Jeff. Greatest decoys there is. The best decoys, the world's shittiest coffee. Jeff's drinking it over there. Snow goose season is still going on, you poor bastards. Uh, but if you need some snow silhouettes, look no further than DiveBombIndustries.com. Get you a big, big spread. Numbers are the way to go in 2019. Get you those numbers without breaking the bank die bomb industries and jump on board and get you some start start building your spread for next year supposed to be a horrible winter i saw the long-term forecast today so go ahead and plan on it we're gonna have the polar vortex of october 2019 will be here soon well i hope that you're correct jeff yes me too this podcast is also brought to you by 737 the boys in oklahoma making a hell of a duck call they do make a hell of a duck call the old number one that's when the judge blows They've also got your double reads, if you're a double read kind of guy. Also have goose calls. So, look them up, 737 Duck Calls. It's never too early to get that duck call for this this upcoming season. And our good friends at Lucky Duck Decoys. Yep, Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, the best spinners on the market. Get the ones with the remote, get the ones that are waterproof. If you're a coyote hunter, they got you set up there, and turkey season's coming up. If you're looking for a great turkey decoy, Look no further than LuckyDuck.com. Just go shopping. It's tax refund season. Use your tax refund on that. You know, you need it. This show is also brought to you by Athlon Optics. If you're doing any kind of outdoor activity, it could be bird watching for all, for all I care. You need a good set of binoculars. Go to Athlon Optics and look them up. Get great binoculars at a rock bottom price. You don't have to break the bank on high-quality binoculars. It's what I use every day. It's what I'm going to use when turkey season comes up. 
And this show is also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Turkey season's right around the corner. Go order you the Boss Tom. It is out now. It is shipping. I know the guys up there are really excited about Boss Tom. So look them up at BossShotShells.com. And if you want to order uh, a case or two for waterfowl season, they're still making those. So BossShotShells.com, and they can get you everything that you need. This podcast is brought to you by the ones that illuminate the darkness. Sea light LEDs. Jeff has them on his truck. I can't get anybody to put them on mine. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff doesn't have it. Jeff doesn't have his on his door. Is that a wreck? They're fixing to put them on again. They're gonna put them on again. They survived the wreck though. Yes, they did. They're good. They're 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 good. They brighten up everything. Perfect. I I needed them the other day doing the hog hunt. Went to click the old toggle switch and thought Todd didn't put that back on yet. They weren't there. Put them on your truck, trailer, or boat if you're doing that bow fishing. First of all, you told me you didn't want to have uh, lights on your truck because you didn't want to look like a douchebag with the jacked up truck in the. In the I don't um, have a jacked up truck. So oh, I so can, you just look like half a douche. One or the other. <laughs> one or the other. Sealightleds.com <coughs> illuminate the darkness. Stuff works great. I highly recommend it. This show is also brought to you by William and Chris Wines. Texas wine gets you a nice. <laughs> Valentine's Day's over. Sorry. Hope it got you laid. Go to HEB, one of those hoity-toity uh, whole food type of type of places, and you can get you some William Chris wines. It is Texas-made, Texas-bottled. Uh, Everything's in Texas. He's very, very proud of that fact, Mr. Chris Brundrick is. So, or you can order it online if you want to go that route. It's up to you. But I'd just go to HEB and get it. So that's William and Chris Wines, williamchriswines.com. And finally, this show is brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Been in business 25 years. Got me working for them, so everything will be all right. <laughs> You'll be running the place. Mm. You, yeah. have better, you have better management skills than Tony does. Ah. Well, that, that's probably true. That is true. That's probably true. If you're wanting to do something this spring, turkey hunting, we still got some turkey dates available. Look us up, stanfieldhunting.com. You can call us, 940-658-3172. We're also selling some hog hunts for this uh, this spring. If you're wanting to get out this fall, it's never too early. As a matter of fact, the sooner you call, the better, because our dates are going, and they're going fast. So uh, do we have any dove openings? Anything? I've got two weekends I can work in in the first seven weekends. i got some weekdays left for a group. We got, yeah, dude, I have opening day. I have the opening day, the first, and the second, which is a Sunday and Monday. And I'll have a special. I'll pick, fix them. We'll, we'll start and plugging that pretty quick. remember to enter into our giveaway. All you got to do is leave a review on iTunes. Title it. One year anniversary. Or- one year anniversary. That way we know that it is for this giveaway. And it's four people. Dove hunt morning of the first. and first second and with second. lodging and breakfast. Can't beat it. So that's our current giveaway, and if you're wanting to get on the books for this upcoming fall goose season, get a hold of us because dates are limited. So anyway, that is uh, that is all of our great sponsors. Be sure to look some of these guys up. All right, on this episode of the podcast, it's just Jeff and I, and we're just shooting the shit kind of current events type of deal. We talk a lot of football. We talk a little bit of politics, but uh, just kind of a little break from the normal uh, waterfowl, waterfowl, waterfowl. So, uh, anyway, this was a fun one. I enjoyed it, and uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy it.
little chunks of steak that was thick about it. All right. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast from the Big Honker Lodge in Knox City, Texas. I am Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. How's everybody doing out there? How are you doing today? Fantastic. Just popped you open a Coors Latte. Yep. You, you'd think Coors would be jumping on board on a sponsor. Maybe I'd hit them up on that. Yeah. I'm sure uh, I'm sure our little podcast is, is right where they want to spend their money. You never know. You never know at all. They pissed away on some other people, so maybe they pissed away some on us. Yeah. <laughs> Make a good product. Coors Light? Yeah. I see everybody that's a real beard. And that surprises me because you're a, you're a beer connoisseur kind of. Mm-hmm. And Coors Light is nothing like that other shit you drink. Blue Moon? Or that revolver shit that you drink. Um, I'm not a big revolver guy. Blue Moon or Coors Light? What about that? Those heavy beers? No. Mm-mm. We we uh, when we have get-togethers at the house, we'll do a, a pick six. You can pick six at uh, like Market Street United. Same place you can get William Chris, and uh, we'll we'll pick out six random beers and uh, have a little taste test. You know, pour it into a solo cup. When it's like that, I can drink the heavy beers, but just. A heavy beer after heavy beer, no way. No way. I just don't care much for it at all, so. Wow. I'm not a beer drinker. That's okay. Coors Light or Michelob Ultra. Everybody's got their vices. No, beer's not mine. Okay, let's talk about what's going on in the world right now. Let's first, let's talk about getting a crafty, which is another word for hand job. Hmm. What, what are your thoughts on that? He's just a regular guy, and... Uh, He's not a regular guy. Well... He proved that he is. He has the needs of a regular guy. He's a widower. Yep. He was lonely in Kansas City. He decided, you know what, fuck it. Let me fly my private jet down to Jupiter, Florida, and uh, visit this nice little Asian joint. You know what sounds bad about that whole deal? Mm-mm. He's a lonely man, and he jumps on his private jet yep. from Boston to go see the NFL team he owns, and he flies to Jupiter, Florida. So nowhere along this way you think he could meet a honey that he could take with him? Maybe he likes it this way. Listen, I heard I heard a, 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 a f- accurate quote. It's, it was it's from uh, Four Brothers with Mark Wahlberg, and he said, "Listen, I don't pay for sex; I pay him to leave." There you go. He just don't want to put up with a headache. Well, how long was he in there for? Twelve minutes? Wasn't <laughs> very long. That's all he wants. He'll you, pay his hundred, two hundred bucks, whatever it cost him. Now I think he kind of come off as a cheap bastard on this deal. Yeah. A hundred dollars. That's all it was. A hundred dollars. He's just like he's a regular man, Jeff. He's just a regular dude. Getting by cheap. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's uh, no sense in paying extra. A hundred dollars though. You think about that. That jet feels expensive, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. And he's got a house there. Oh, in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, and that's that place is oh. a pretty seedy looking place. It's in a strip mall. Yeah. And there's three billionaires on that list. Well. I would have never thought that. Can you imagine being though? guy that's driving the truck and he goes in there gets him a wanker I'm walking out and he sees bob craft yep. in the, and he tells his buddies hey mm-hmm. i was down at the orchid salon or whatever the hell that place was called getting a handy and the guy that owns the patriots is in there oh you're fucking lying that mm-hmm. son bitch wouldn't be in there he's yeah. he's got too much money he wouldn't be sure enough he was sure enough it was him and three other billionaires have they you must seen, uh know what they're doing there have you seen the traffic around that joint now 
Oh, I'm sure it's amazing. People down there getting their Instagram pictures taken with it. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we've fallen as a society. Hey, that's where Bob Kraft got... Look, kid, that's where Bob Kraft got his hand job. Oh, I think it's great. Right next to the biggest ball of yarn. <laughs> mm. Does it just don't say much for us anymore? No. No. I've given up hope. But, yeah, I mean, it... it uh, the The... Sex trafficking, you know, human trafficking is about all that they could get him on, but he's not trafficking anybody in. He's just getting a hand job. There are women lining up their doors to be with him. Mm-hmm. Every woman over the age of 40 years old, and there's a lot before, under 40 years old, but any girl, lady that's 40 years old that is single would love to be dating a 77-year-old billionaire. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure there's that one gal out there. Bullshit, I wouldn't. There's a lot of your friends would, though, honey. Let's not lie. I'd date him. For, yeah, the kind of money he's got. Oof. As long as he left it to me when his old ass dies. Man. Because you know he can't be around too much longer. God, you know, God love him. Oh, so now you're putting a timeline on his life? I'm just 77. Fuck the He may live to be 100. Grandpa Cordy died. He was 99. He's got 22 years left, maybe. That's hard-earned money right there. Seven years? I could do that. Okay. But you don't want to put 22 in. Fuck no. <laughs> That's a long time. If you're going at 84, if he's 77 right now and he dies at 84 and I had that in writing, I'd be all over it. But if you told me he's going to live till he's 99, uh, that'd be tough. Look at old you, Hugh. You'd earn all your money there, ladies. How old was Hugh Hefner when he died? I don't know. His last couple of years was pretty miserable. They, yeah. said, they said that place was nasty as hell in there. Yeah. And man, when I was a kid that's, growing that's up. too bad. Man, when I was 16 years old, if you told me, Jeff. You can pick any job in America, what would it be? I'd like to work at the Playboy Mansion. I mean, hell, who wouldn't have? Why'd they say it was nasty? Just made hadn't come in a while or I what? I just think it was just old uh, geriatric ward by that time. They they said it was really nasty at the time. At the end, house was just, just pretty disgusting. Born in 1926, died in 2017. So he was an old man, 90 years old. Wow, 90 years old. Older than that, 91. That's a Mitch was a poster child for Viagra. Yeah. Man, I tell you. So, 91, uh, yep. Let's 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 talk football for a second. We've been talking football. Well, let's talk other than the owner getting hand job. Let's talk about the actual players playing. You think Kyler Murray's going to be the first player taking the draft? Probably. It's looking that way. Depends on what they say about Cash, uh, you know, Casherly. Charlie Casherly didn't didn't have a whole lot to say good about him. So I guess it's just going to depend on what teams. They said, though, this time of year there's a lot of smoke screens from teams. What what do you think Kyler Murray, was he 5'9"? Yeah, that was another thing. They said his uh, he measured 5'10 at the combine. They said that was exaggerated. Well, let's just say he's 5'10". 5'10", 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he's known as being a runner. He is fast as hell. There's no doubt about it. I watched him in college. He was a lot of fast feet. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time. He was at Oklahoma, and Oklahoma ran that offense just like everybody else in the Big 12 does. They score 70 points a week. So he, so he, he had a lot of yards. And the guy obviously has some talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's drafted in two sports. Well, he's a hell of an athlete. There's no doubt about it. I, I think that if Arizona takes Kyler Murray number one overall within five years when his rookie contract's up, he's done. Oh yeah, he, 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 too small, too, you know, and and that that his size does not. 
I, look, Lamar Jackson is probably 6'3", and I don't think he makes it past his rookie contract. Oh, he's horrible. I can't so, believe they're going with him as their starter for the whole year. Uh, chip on your shoulder or not, I just don't think that Lamar Jackson makes it. And I'm gonna, we'll see how tall he is right now. Lamar Jackson is 6'2", 6'3", but he's only 180 6'3". No, he's 212. Oh, he's, he does weigh over 200? Yep. And Kyler Murray weighed in over 200, they said. But they, th- they said he tried to drink three gallons of water before they measured him. Did he? They, well, they, they did. He said they drank a bunch of water. Wow. That's what they do. Because that's their official weight. Uh-huh. Well, a gallon of water weighs eight pounds. Well, right. I understand so that. So if he could toss down two gallons of water, he adds 10, 15 pounds to himself. Hmm. And he's got to piss like a Russian racehorse as soon as he gets off there. But they weighed him, so that right. but he drank the water to do it. But I just don't think that a guy – I watched him play against Alabama, and the first half of Alabama completely dominated him. I think in the NFL, when teams find out how to defend that, that system, this, this, this college offense that's going right now that they're starting to run, the Chiefs were the most successful at it. But the Chiefs have a couple of things a lot of teams don't have. They've got a, a good young athletic quarterback, which a lot of teams can have that. But – they have a tight end that can stretch the field. Mm-hmm. They've got Tyreek Hill, who nobody can cover one-on-one, and his speed keeps problems. And they had a really good running back in Kareem Hunt until he got in trouble. And there, Sammy Watkins is a speeder when he was healthy. But they had a lot of different when, – when they ran everybody on a pass route, someone's going to get open if you give him a little bit of time. Larry Fitzgerald's 140 years old. Yeah. Name another receiver for – a and M. I mean, for uh, Arizona. the guard Arizona, Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. and their tight end is Ricky Seal Jones. Mm. They do have one of the best running backs in the league, though. They do have that. Now we're going to add another Seal to this. If they get Kyler Murray, they'll have a Texas A and M quarterback because he was at OU one year. He was at A and M for two years. They've got an Aggie quarterback. They've got an Aggie wide receiver in Christian Kirk, and they got an Aggie tight end in Ricky Seal Jones. Do you remember the Aggies winning very many football games with those guys? No. Nope, me either. So I, I'm I just I, I think he's a a great college player. I think he's gonna get paid a whole lot. Someone's gonna take him because they're afraid they're gonna miss out. There's no quarterbacks in the draft this year that are worth shit. No. That's why I think Josh Rosen, I would trade my first round pick for him if I was the Redskins. Well fuck yeah. Alex Smith is knock Alex Smith all you want. You know what you're getting with him. They would have been in the playoffs, maybe, if he wouldn't have got hurt. They were winning the division by two games when he got hurt. But, yeah, I, I would – Alex Smith would be a good guy for Rosen to sit behind. So, if you go get Rosen – I don't think Alex Smith's going to play again. Back. No. Too, too nasty? I think I don't think he'll play again. Hmm. I even saw where Jacksonville, they're going to sign Foles. Yep. They think they're going to trade up to try to get that Haskins guy. I don't I – don't, I, I don't understand. NFL teams piss more money off on quarterbacks mm-hmm. than any other position in football. Yeah. Every year, there's three or four guys taken in the first round, and two years from now, they're not all out of football. But if the Pittsburgh Steelers win this year, it's going to prove to you that all you need to pay is your quarterback. Well, they're still going to have to pay some. They've got other players on the pay, but they're big players. You're right. There ain't no reason to pay Le'Veon Bell $14 million a year. <clears throat> James Conner, they didn't miss a beat with Le'Veon Bell. Nope. And, uh, you know, not being biased here, but Juju Smith-Schuster is good. Uh, James Washington, he's been on the podcast. But, you know, uh, 
I don't think that you have to pay an Antonio Brown all that much money. If they win this year and they go out and have a better season than they did last year, they're gonna they're just gonna prove that pay your quarterback, get a good line, and that's it. You're set. Everything else can just fall into place. Wide receivers are becoming the divas of the NFL. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, and it was that way a little bit. Yeah, T.O. was kind of that way. But there was always, mm-hmm. you know, there was flamboyant. Deion Sanders played defensive back. He was flamboyant and stuff. But wide receivers, Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown, they're, 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 they're problem guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is not a problem guy. He's a hard worker and great. He didn't drop a pass this year. He's an amazing player. And they make a big difference. There's no doubt on your team. I still do not believe Amari Cooper is what made Dallas a playoff team. He he had some great games. Sure. He was he was sure, lights out at the end. He was and a lot, but a lot of his big games, guys fell down on big plays. Mm-hmm. But he is fast. There's no he's good, but I don't think he's the. I I don't think he's the piece that's going to make them go to the Super Bowl. No more than I do Jason Witten. To me, that is a damn joke. He's going to be missing that as terrible as he was. He's going to be missing that broadcast booth about November. Oh, I can't believe that they're. I wonder if they were moving on from him. ESPN? Yeah. They said was happy as hell he left. I wonder if they were like, listen. It was his way of bowing out. Right. They said the happiest people when he signed that contract with Dallas were the people in Bristol, Connecticut. He's terrible. Oh, he was the worst announcer there is. I wonder what they're going to do with Booger McFarlane now. Is he going to be in the booth this year? I liked year? him. I didn't like him. Why? It, it, it was clunky. You had Jason Witten and then the other guy. I don't even know his name. The other gentleman in the booth with Jason Witten. And then they'd cut to Booger McFarlane on the field. And it was just too clunky. I like Booger. Too clunky. Too clunky. Booger does a good now, job. Now, if they want to move him into the booth and then just have, you know, the two of them, uh, I'm fine with that. But I I, I I did not like the setup that Monday Night Football had this year. I haven't, I haven't seen who they're going to get to do Monday Night Football yet. Well, Jason Witten just said he was coming out two days ago. Well, I know, but they haven't. They haven't it was last week, <clears throat> wasn't it? But anyway, regardless, they haven't said who they're going to sign right. yet. Um, the best announcer in football is Tony Romo. Yep. The worst one is probably Chris Collinsworth. No. No, oh, he's horrible. I love Chris Collinsworth. <coughs> he's horrible. <clears throat> I love him. Who do you think's the worst one? Booger McFarlane. Booger's not an announcer. He's a sideline reporter. No, Jason Witten was. Jason Witten was horrible. There's no doubt. Absolutely. The lady that they had do Monday Night Football yeah. every, every year, bad. they bring that, that woman in. Oh, she's fucking hideous. When they because they do the double header. Yes. Week one, she's bad. No, he's got to do the put it out there for the left. Let's do something good for the liberals. Mm-hmm. And, Women shouldn't be sports announcers in football. No, she's great. She does softball also. I watch softball. The softball. She probably does good at softball. She's great at it. That's she, their sport. Yep, they they do it. Uh, I think it's in May. I watch the whole thing. She's when, great at it. When, when, and I don't feel like, oh, fuck, I wish she'd shut up. But in football, she's horrible. I wish she'd shut up. If I watch, I, I like the softball World Series. Yep. And the WNBA I'm not going to watch or the no. college girls basketball. But if they have a doc sitting on there calling the game, I expect that. That's their sport. Sure. I mean, that's, the, that's what you expect with women's athletics at that level. Mm-hmm. I have an Adam's apple and a wife. That's mm-hmm. what I expect from the woman that's calling the game. Yeah. But when I watch a men's game, I don't want to see a woman call it. Doesn't make you sexist. It just means that they're just not very good. I think they need to go get a real deal. The real people. Monday night football. Every town you play in, you need to get two yahoos from that ta- from the towns that are playing and let them call the game and have a guy with them that's kind of in between and let them call the game. Uh, try it. No. 
Listen, people want consistency. No, they don't. They want you a good no. football game with some emotion. They want consistency more than anything. Just like this podcast, if we're a day late, fuckers want to know where where it's at. And we've, you know, we we kind of had a little bit of a schedule. It was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and now it's just you know it's three a week basically. But breaking that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, fuckers were like, "Well, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? It's Wednesday. Where's the podcast?" They want consistency. What about Dennis Miller? Do you remember when he was on? Vaguely, he done a good job. I thought he's too far right. They're not going to hire him. He goes on. Well, Fox they, News no, too much. they won't. But they'll have somebody on NBC far left. Who? I had a little fuck stick they used to have. He didn't call it this year. I think he retired. He did all the Olympics and all that oh, shit. Oh, Bob Costas. Oh, fuck him. Yeah. Ugh. He was just a halftime guy. That's too much. And he wasn't even. He would just kind of say, "Here's the, here's the, here's what we got at halftime." He and, didn't do much. And then he'd go on a big fucking rant about how guns shouldn't have he guns did. and shit. Yep. He's a fuckhead. He'd stay in California. Uh, I like I like Chris Collinsworth. I like the whole Sunday night vibe. They, they, you could take. You could take the same game. Sunday night, you could flip-flop the games. Give the Sunday night game to Monday night, which is usually the bigger of the two games. But you could give the Monday night game to Sunday night, and they'd have totally different feels. The Monday night games haven't been good no more. Haven't been good lately. Like no, they they've used been to. terrible. Sunday night been games terrible. are the better football games. Sunday night, there's more of a – I don't know if it's Carrie Underwood or what it is, but Sunday night – is the night that I look forward to. And I can remember growing up as a kid, it was always a Monday night game. Monday night games used to be big marquee matchups. Not anymore. Kansas City and, and L.A. were the biggest uh, Monday night game That was a big year. one, too. And then they followed it up with, like, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Yeah, no, there's no. Horrible. That, yeah. But. Or Buffalo at New England. You know, I watched, obviously, I watched <laughs> Green Bay uh, played San Francisco on Monday night. I do remember that. And it just it, you know, you're at Lambeau, and it just it didn't have a very didn't have a very fun feel. But if Sunday night, if the Sunday night crew would have had San Francisco at Green Bay, you'd have been like, "Fuck yeah, this is a big game." So Monday night football used to be equivalent to going to a high school football rivalry game, right? A lot of, I right. mean, you watch the game, everybody watched the game. It was a big thing, and now it's it's I not. Know, I don't know why they do that. I also wonder if people aren't aren't footballed out by Monday night because it's Thursday because night, then Thursday Friday night. you got high but, school football and college football, then Saturday you got all day college and Sunday all day football. Fuck from you know noon till. But then why even have it if you're just going to throw a shitty game up there? I, that I don't know. They used to do a better job. They need to make their schedule more flexible for Monday night and Sunday night games. See, they did the Sunday night flex. Yeah, they need to do it on Monday. I guess the problem, but they, in the, and within a week's time, you could be able to fix the dynamics of a team playing on Monday night. That's the problem you get is teams do their scheduling, mm-hmm. and it's hard to tell a team a week before. But but usually but the way the NFL schedule is, you could set that up two or three weeks in advance. Yeah. And say, hey, you're going to play on Monday night instead of Sunday at noon. You know, make it work. Right. Yeah, you could tell teams two or three weeks out, just give them the standings. You'd be pissed, though. You move somebody and then their star quarterback go out, and you're like, fuck. We adjusted everything. And now this guy's out. It's going to be Nick Mullins versus Aaron Rodgers again. And that and see, that's what's changed football more so now than ever is the injuries to the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it changed the whole dynamics of, of teams. A long time ago, a guy would lose a quarterback and they still be pretty competitive because they didn't throw the ball all the freaking time and it wasn't all based on that. You take a quarterback out of a team now and they're fucked. Done. 
Stick a fork in them. That's it. Unless you're Philly. How do you? What do you? What do you think's gonna happen with Josh Allen at Buffalo? You think he turns out to be a pretty good quarterback? I thought he was gonna be a bust. He actually turned, turned he out turned, to be pretty he good. Was a, he had an okay rookie season. Uh, he, Buffalo is such a tough. Name a better bu- rookie quarterback than him, other than Mayfield. He done better than Sam Darnold did. Mm-hmm. He did better than Josh Rosen. That was it, wasn't it? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson went to the playoffs. Well, yeah, that was because their defense wasn't because of him, though. He still went to the playoffs, so I got to yeah. give the rookie. Uh, well, Josh Allen got hurt. I, Josh Allen wasn't going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, if you had to choose right now to pick your team and start, would you rather have Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Yeah, me too. And I never thought I'd say this because he's a cocky little prick. I'd rather have Baker Mayfield over all of them. Oh, he's good. He's a winner. I never thought I'd say that. He's a winner. And he went to your alma mater. For a year. Well, he went there, though. But uh, he'd have been tough to root for. To, you know, and that's another thing. They give No, he would not have been. He'd have been tough to root for. No, if he was winning, you wouldn't he give would a been. shit. He would have been. You, you, you cheered on Michael Crabtree. He's cocky as shit. That's different. <laughs> that's right. It wasn't different. He's a wide receiver. If he's Who's winning, out of a job, by the if way. If he's winning, you'd be happy. He won't be unemployed long. I bet, uh, Shit. 33, 32. Somebody signing him. For a one-year deal. Uh, Tech gets a lot of shit for losing Baker Mayfield, but they had Patrick Mahomes. I understand why they lost Why they lost him. They also lost three or four other quarterbacks that started other schools. Right. Kingsbury is a good quarterback coach. He is. And that whole system is set up to have good high school quarterbacks that come there. So I'm, that, not, that doesn't surprise me that they've had quarterbacks succeed. Now, what really surprises me is that the University of Oklahoma Has gets, two in a gets row. May, Mayfield comes in, transfers yep. in, and starts and becomes a number one draft pick. Yep. Then they have Kyler Murray comes in, transfers. He's a number one pick. Now Jalen Smart, who probably won't be the first pick in the draft, but is, are, do they pull them? Are they pulling them another top quarterback in off somewhere else? I don't. I don't get how the these kids leave these colleges all the time now. I don't either. It was almost unheard of a long time Lincoln ago. Lincoln Riley is going to cash in wherever he goes. He says he doesn't want to go nowhere. He just with, signed a new big contract. With two, if if Kyler Murray goes number one overall. He's going to, probably. He will have two quarterbacks, and he'll be able to get any motherfucking player in the nation. Well, they've got Jalen Hurts now from Alabama, another transfer. Come to my program, and this is what you get. Oh, there's just throw show tape of Baker Mayfield holding up that number one, and then Kyler Murray. Oh, you've always been able to recruit though, because they've always had a good program. Yeah, but I mean, under Stoops, they still had a lot of kids go to the NFL. I mean, hell, Sam Bradford was the number one pick, biggest bust ever. But just because of his health, it wasn't because he he had a good arm and stuff. I still bet he plays football next year. Did he even play this? Yeah, Arizona. He played a couple of games. Arizona. Somebody else signed him twenty million dollars. The NFL don't feel right he's if they don't give him twenty million a year. He's made more money and played less games than anybody in the league. Yep. What would you do if you were Philadelphia? You've got Carson Wentz, who God love him, can't stay healthy. I would not worry about Carson Wentz this year. He tore his ACL on a freak deal. He's a I understand. Player. Takes two but, years to recover from but that. But I understand. But then he got hurt last year. And you've got Nick Foles who's proven that he can come in and win ball games. Nick Foles is gone. He's free agent. I understand that. But would you have Tried to keep Nick Foles no. as an insurance policy. Two no. years in a row, your star has gone down. I wouldn't pay $25 million for a backup. So what's going to happen this year when Carson Wentz gets dinged up? He probably ain't going to get dinged up. And they've got whoever. I would go roll with Carson Wentz and their backup quarterbacks. I'd go sign Colt McCoy or Chase Daniels being my backup. Both two good backups. 
That just scares me because two years in a row, you've proven that you can't stay healthy. Well, one of them was for a no freak fault a- of his own. One of them was a freak ACL, and he never got over that. This whole year was going to be a bust year, anyways. Same, I'm going to tell you, everybody listening that's in fantasy football, this is this is Big Daddy's tip of the year, and we need to mark this down for March seventh. Mm-hmm. Is when we're doing this on March seventh. It's going to come out on March seventh. Draft Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. They will be the two best fantasy quarterbacks in football this year. I disagree. Why? They're not going to be the two best. They will be two of the best. They will be in the top five. Both of them will. It takes a year to get over that injury, and you're not good to that second year. Tom Brady, when he had it, it took him that next two seasons to get better. This is their second season. Both of them will be lights out. <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, everybody that's in our league and everybody that listens to our league that listens to this, I'm going to draft them two this year back-to-back. Or whenever I get my chance to. You, you might not have a back-to-back pick if you don't I fucking said, rig the, rig the election again. Went the damn election. You mean the draft. So you might not have back-to-back picks. I'm going to take them in the second and third round. No. Yep. You don't even, we don't even know the draft order yet. I, I'll take. Nobody's going to take them early because everybody's going to be scared of them like you are. I'm not scared of them. Yeah, you are. I would take Deshaun Watson over I would take Carson Deshaun Wentz. Watson in the second and Carson Wentz in the third, and then I'll be in the chips at the end of the year like I always am. You'll take Aaron Rodgers in the first round no. like you always do. No. Andy, you are going to take Aaron. This is what's funny about Andy and the fantasy football is. He's, he's, he does the same shit every year. He talks shit the whole time, then he's nowhere near the end when it comes to collecting a check. But I collected you know money what you this, did year. this year. And I you collected know what you money did? this year. You know where you fucked yourself? I collected money this year. You got third in the Jordan Carter bracket, which is the bottom bracket I of the league. I got first in it. That's how you fucking get paid in that bracket. That's the 14th, 13th, 12th, 11th, and 10th team in the league. So and it's I not got 10th. Like, and I got paid. <laughs> yeah, you got back your entry fee. The fourth team didn't get – the the sixth team didn't get paid. The seventh and eighth and ninth team didn't get yeah, paid. Yeah, we, we had a winner no, get paid on that didn't. bracket. No, they did not. I won that second bracket. At fifth place. Oh, at fifth place, okay. Six, seven, eight, nine yeah. didn't get – didn't get dick, but a, a handshake. You know, and thank I, you for playing. I'm Sammy Watkins. Drop pass away from being the league champion. That's what. That's different. You know how many years I haven't been in the money, and this is why I'm the greatest in our league. You don't even have about, the best record in the league. About two, but I always win when it. You comes know, Tony's time. got a better winning percentage than you do. That's probably because of this year. <laughs> Last it. year it was be it. W- every year he's consistent. And every year yeah, that every my year. team stays healthy. If if some buts, and it doesn't matter because I'm in the money every year anyway. No, you're not. Bullshit. You're lying. Two years in a row, I know for sure. Two, two years, years. Three two years, years out of 12. No. Okay, listen Listen to this, though. But you know where you fucked up this year in football? Mm-mm. You didn't draft somebody you draft every single year, and you didn't do it this year. Who? Andrew Luck. Yeah. And he was good this year. He was. And you did, this is the first year you hadn't had him in like five years. He was good. Last year, you kept him on your roster the whole year he wasn't playing. They fucking kept saying he was going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and you traded a quarterback even that, the year before. But – Anyways, you didn't draft him, and that cost you. It did. But anyways, Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson will be two of the best quarterbacks in fantasy football this year. So I, I think Philly's doing the right move. I hope they don't sign Levy on bail. But Kansas City does. Kansas City is going with their chips. I don't think they want Levy on bail's distractions in their clubhouse. Oh, fuck, they had Kareem Hunt. You Kareem think? Hunt wasn't a distraction. <laughs> He wasn't. You he can't just, go beat up women on Wednesday and tell me you're not a distraction on Thursday. They never had no problems with him. I bet. I talked to a guy in Kansas City. He knows. And the Patriots didn't have any problems with Malcolm Butler, but yet he's gone. 
<laughs> it's because me and you both know why. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have got rid of his ass too. So would I. Now would uh. But he was never a distraction. But yet somehow m- miraculously. Andy can't talk about this. He's playing in Tennessee. Yes. Okay. That's you can talk about that part. Yeah. Um. I'm just stating the facts I, here. I don't think that the Kansas City wants Le'Veon Bell. I don't think so. I don't think they want the headaches and the hassle. I don't think that a lot of people are going to want Le'Veon Bell. This is their last year. No, it's not. Why? This is their last year to do it for cheap. Why? Mahomes is on a five-year contract. That's the second year. they got three more years. We've gone through this. We have. We've gone through this. Mm -hmm. Number one, they're paying Tyreek this year. Okay. They've already started negotiations for a record-setting contract at wide receiver. Three more years of Mahomes on a rookie contract. They're going to start negotiating at the end of this year. Why would they do that? They don't have to. They will. That's dumb. Well, I'm just telling you Why how. Why would Dallas pay Dak extra this year? I'm telling I you how the world works, Jeff. Seattle Seahawks proved that. They don't have to do that. You're fucked. They kept Russell Wilson on a rookie contract one year later than they sh- they could have, and they still stayed. He'll stay. Then they can franchise him. Okay, so you get two years in. Say you get two years. They could actually have four. With cheap. Three years cheap. Three more years of my homes at rookie contract. You're, uh, let's say it's three. Okay, it is three. Go get Le'Veon Bell. Why? Because now you've got the best running back in the league. Who knows off. how good he is? He's going to be the best. Could you imagine him and Andy Reid's offense catching all those passes out of the backfield? Just imagine that for a second. They had Cream Hunt last year. We saw what Cream did. James now Connor imagine did Le'Veon Bell James doing Connor that. did the same thing Le'Veon Bell did. Okay, go fucking trade for James Conner. I'm just oh, telling you. There's other you, running backs like that out there. They're going to go for Le'Veon Bell. Go get Tariq Cohen at the Bears. Hell, he's the same running back. Is he even up for no, auction? No, he's going to be a Bears starting running back. Put your chips in for the next three years. Get the best quarterback in the league with the best running back in the league. And you've got – I don't see the craze for Tyreek Hill. I'm not going to call him the best in the league. But no. he's going to get paid like the best in the league. If you're going to do that, why don't you go ahead and go out and sign uh, – Antonio Brown. No. Why? They've got a running back. They've got two running backs. Running backs. Who? You just said running backs are a dime a dozen. But they're paying them in the NFL. You don't have to, though. They are, though. You yeah, don't I have agree to. you don't have to. Zeke's going to be the most overpaid player in the NFL by the, his third year after his big contract. And he said he's holding out well, if he doesn't get it done this year. I just, or before training camp. Well, he's another one that will be overpaid, too. Running backs are overpaid. Mm-hmm. I'd rather pay an offensive tackle than a running back. I would too, but I'm just telling you. But you're telling Kansas City go get Le'Veon Bell. I'm saying I'm not telling them to. I'm telling you what they're going to do. They're not going to go get Le'Veon Bell. They're going to try. No, nah, he's going he's going to end up at the Jets Ooh. or Tampa Bay Ooh. or Ooh. the Raiders. Ooh. Uh. Gruden Gruden has to make a big move because he's moving to Las Vegas in a couple years. But they're going to sell out anyways. What do you mean? Gruden's going to have to make a good move, or he's going to look like a, a bust as a coach. This will th- this year and next year will be the year that we see Gruden flourish. Well, he's got four, three first round draft picks this year, and he probably is going to have a fourth one because he's probably going to trade Derek Carr. I like Gruden. I liked him in the announcing booth. I like him as a coach. This will be the year that we see Gruden shine. His masterpiece will come into uh, will come into play this year. You watch. All right, since you're the worldwide Packer fan, yeah. What what's the plans for the Green Bay? I have no clue. Honestly, don't. Uh, I'm too much may tied up my quarterback. 
I don't know what they're going to do. And they're in the Antonio Brown sweepstakes, they said now. Too. Yeah, I, I think it's down to three teams now. Raiders, Redskins, one more. Tennessee. Uh, I know. I knew. I know. I read the Gruden brothers are kind of going, are in the are in the hunt for him. Okay, I'm a Redskin fan. Yeah. What does Washington get by grabbing Antonio Brown? Best best wide receiver in the league. Is he the best receiver in the league? I'd say so. I'd say so. He's very good, but I don't know if he's any better than DeAndre Hopkins. He's he's had a better quarterback than DeAndre Hopkins has. Not the last two years. Uh, what's his name? Missed the last part of last year. He had a rookie quarterback, and then he had a guy that was hurt this year. A rookie quarterback who lit he it up. At first, he did, but he didn't at the end. He got hurt at the end of the year. I'm not against Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying, Ben Ben Big Ben's better than Deshaun Watson has been. Now, in the future, Deshaun Watson, yes. But he also, DeAndre Hopkins also, before that, had, if I can't remember who their quarterbacks were, he produced Fitzpatrick Tom and everybody. Savage. Yeah, whoever was there, he, 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 he produced, was a man. Yeah. So I don't know that he's not a better wide receiver than Antonio Brown. They're all uh, debatable. Odell Beckham, same way. Odell gets double and triple teamed every time. That's where I think Rosen goes. To the Giants? The Giants. That would be a good move by the Giants. I would give up my second-round pick that's for where, him. That's where I think he goes. And then with my first-round pick, I would take the fucker from Ole Miss. Eli plays this year. Rosen sits on the bench. And then after this year, it's Rosen's. Or by week four. No. Eli's horrible. Give it to Eli. Give it to him for the year. Why? Let Rosen learn. Eli sucks. He is terrible. Oh. But he's smart. Doesn't take a lot of punishment. He looks confused in the eyes. All the time. I mean, he looks like that kid that everybody makes fun of on the playground. All right, let's let's get off football. Rosen for a to the Giants. Let's, let's, you let's, heard it today. Let, let, let's let's talk politics now. Somebody told me they said, "Hey, y'all need to do a current affairs." That's what we're doing. We're just we're chit chatting today about different things going on in the world. Do you think that the lady, the Muslim lady, that's making fun or talking bad about Jews? Do you think the Democrats should do something to her? Absolutely. What do you, what's the answer? What do you think they I should do? I don't know do? what the answer is, but they should do something. So they, they can't kick her out of office because she was elected. Uh-huh. Just because you don't like somebody or agree uh-huh. with them, you can't kick them out of their job. I think you just uh, say that you don't condone that and then let the people have her. Why, why are they afraid to say anything? See, she's not going to lose her seat. She's just like Sheila Jackson Lee in Houston and Maxine Waters. You start going after her. Uh, Jewish folks and well, hold on, let me finish. They're in a, they're at reps, and they've got a district that they deal. Mm-hmm. Sheila Jackson Lee could come out and say, "I want to shoot every white some bitch in Texas," and she's going to get reelected because she's an all black district basically. Mm-hmm. This lady here is in a place that Obama and them put seventy thousand Somalians got visas to move to Minneapolis. She is in a district full of Muslims. They feel the same way she does. She is representing her people, so she'll be there forever. Yeah, all you can do as a as a Democrat, which I I'm sure we don't have a whole lot of those listening, is say that we don't condone that. And I mean, what would what would Mitch McConnell say if Trump said that? I mean, really, not a whole lot you can say. Well, We're embarrassed by it. That's not yeah. how we feel as a Republican. But that's I mean, but that's the thing. That's They're not saying say. shit. They're not doing much. Now, some people have stepped out. Nancy Pelosi's got some issues because her young people that got elected are not listening to nothing she says to do. And they're no, going to do their own thing. No, no. And so they're split because people like your grandparents that vote Democrat all the time, they don't have a lot in common with that over there no more. No. Socialism, anti-Jews. Why would anybody Jewish in this country, and I'm assuming Jews are a little bit big donors too. 
Yep. So why would you want to ostracize the whole Jewish faith? I, I don't understand this about Democrats. I don't understand how anybody Jewish could vote for a Democrat. Mm-mm. I don't understand how they can push late-term abortion and get a Catholic to vote for them. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't understand that. So if you're a Catholic and you vote Democrat, please tell me why you do that because I would like to know. We don't have a whole lot of Democratic voters. No, no, we don't. But I would like better to, listeners. But I would be curious to why. Why would someone a Catholic vote a Democrat? I don't. I don't understand how they're going to. I'm a text Fox uh, right now. Well, he ain't going to vote fucking Democrat. I understand, but he's kind of in that. He's in a swing state. He's in Ohio, and he's Jewish. No, he's, or Catholic. he's Catholic. I meant. I mean, he's Catholic. Sorry, yeah. Hangs out with a lot of Jews. He, he hangs out <laughs> with a lot of Jews too. Um, so you know, he goes to dinner parties and he talks about how awkward it is supporting Trump. So I'll text him right now and we'll see what he says. And see, I don't understand that. But but I think Trump wins in a landslide. I don't even think it's going to be close. No, the, especially if the economy doesn't tank, which they're saying that you know we're headed for another recession. Well, of course they are. Anytime we're not in a recession, we're headed to well, one. Of they course. say. Kind of like Ron, this is how the last drought started with all this rain. That's right. Uh, if the economy stays healthy, uh, I don't see. Uh, there's no way that he loses. No, I don't think so. And they know that too. And they say his numbers are better than Obama's were at this time in his presidency. But if you listen to the media on ABC, NBC, or CBS, you're not going to hear that. Are you going to hear so bad it is? It's funny because I can look at Fox News and I can pull up. What they're, what they're, right now, their headline says, what's the meaning? Gillibrand claims there's nothing socialist about big money Green New Deal. That's the headlines on on Fox News. And they got to do about Alex Trebek and then Megan McCain, this anti-Semitism deal. Then you go to CNN and you pop on it. And let's see what it says right here. It's pulling up. It, it is uh, Paul Manafort's hearings underway. The racist online abuse of Meghan Markle and R. Kelly's girlfriend, uh, and slam parents and defend him in CBS. That's a whole different deal. Did you see that that lady that bailed out R. Kelly is a is a restaurant owner in Chicago, and she's getting slammed? Oh, the one that says she's his girlfriend. No, the one that bailed him out. Oh, she bailed him out. Oh, oh bailed him out of jail. I the money. Meant, yes. Okay. The money. I didn't understand what you meant there. She's getting fucking slammed on Yelp. I, I'm. I'll be honest. I didn't know who the fuck. I knew who R. Kelly was. I've heard the name and stuff. But I didn't know who the fuck he was. I don't even know a song that he sings, and I'm sure I've heard some of them. You have. But I don't know who he is, and I really don't give a shit. But I saw him on emotionally crying on TV yesterday about how they're going after him. Motion. Looks to looks to me like he pretty much has done this to himself. Well, it's been, <clears throat> you know, it's, it, it, it's kind of like Michael Jackson. This has been swirling around R. Kelly for decades. So this ain't nothing new then? No, fuck. He, he had... Allegations came out about him. He had girlfriends. He'd lock them away and and you know, basically summon them to the to the master's chambers. Uh, you know, he'd pick out of however many he had, and uh, yeah, he he's always kind of been a little bit of a creep. So did he like kidnap these girls? No. The, just... the the family says yes. It's kidnapping. You know, he says, you know, they were free to go whenever, but some of the stories come out like he took their cell phone so they could never call anybody. And uh, so it's like a Saudi, a Saudi prince with all his yeah, harem of women. Like if, 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 if they ever went shopping or anything, they had bodyguards with them so that they could never, you know, get away from them. So they weren't like trophy girlfriends. They were just trophies. <sighs> yeah. So there's always kind of been this, this rumor about R. Kelly, kind of like Michael Jackson. The Michael Jackson deal. That's now all these radios are are boycotting playing his music. 
And I some movie they have a video come out or something. Yeah, Finding Neverland. What what is that about? I think it's like it's like interviews of the boys or men now. And they talked about him sexually molesting them. Uh I haven't watched it. Obviously, I've just kind of heard little snippets of it. But is that what uh, it's about? But yeah, basically. So the same thing everybody's known about for twenty. Yeah, I was alive. I was alive when Michael Jackson was in his heyday. Uh-huh. From the time he was ABC one two three when I was five or six years old, till when I was in high school, Thriller come out, the greatest album ever produced. You know, you laugh all you want to. You laugh. Everybody that's my age will tell you that whether you like Michael Jackson or not, fuck it. There's three or four, or five songs on that were in the top ten at the same time. It's amazing. They might have been great songs. I, I'm telling you that that's that's how big he was. There's not ever been an album with that with that many number ones since maybe Elvis Presley back in the day. Every album, every song on there was in the top ten or top twenty at one time. Like if they played Casey Kasem's Top Forty, there'd be five songs off one album on there, hmm. and that was the Thriller album. And then he was the first one to have the big video where he did like he was scared and shit. And mm-hmm. I mean, Michael Jackson was a big thing. He was yep. from the time he caught his head on fire doing a Pepsi commercial <laughs> to all of it. Poor fucker. But. He's always been a weird fucker, yep. and the media made him what he was. And if he was well, doing all, dad the, did too. His dad was a sorry piece of shit. But Michael Jackson's one of them guys that did a lot of good things for people. But he was a molester, and if he was really a molester Alleged, like that, allegedly, they should have done something to him. He shouldn't have got the celebrity walk off. See the stuff he did now; they could, he couldn't get by with to now today because of Mm-mm. the internet and shit. Yeah, but that's the kind of shit you got away with a long time ago. But everybody always thought he was a pedophile back then. But what's great, you know, you take the you take you take these kids, and you know, part of it's parents' fault. Yeah, who lets their damn parents go spend the night with a their damn kid. older man their or their kid? kid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, Junior's seven, and he wants to spend the night with that Michael yeah. Jackson guy, the singer. You know, the one that's got his own ranch down there in the zebras at his house. Yeah. Oh, you bet. Have fun. Son. And then you know, parents kept sending their kids even after the, these allegations came out. That's fucking stupid. So I mean, part of, you know, but 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 you know, I'm sure he preyed on uh, kids that didn't have a very good home life, just like Sandusky. You know, he, he how genius is this? He takes uh, he goes at he targets these these troubled kids, but he starts a foundation for them, so he can just take his pick. That that's a whole fucked up deal too. I tell you what, I hate to think that Joe Paterno knew about that. And, I, did you see uh, Paterno with Al Pacino? No, I have not. Is that good? Yeah, but it, it doesn't come out and say yes or no. It just kind of presents the facts, but it, it acts like Paterno might have known. See, and that's what that's that I hate that for that because he didn't seem like that kind of guy. How the fuck do you expect is that acceptable? I watched I'll tell you what, me and your mom the other day started a series this uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. Did mom tell you about that? No, I hadn't watched it. I Don't. just I just know that that's uh it's weird. The, the crave. This guy is like Tried to have an affair with the mom and the dad and the daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and I turned it off. Yeah, he he, he preys on this girl and he kidnaps this girl. Mm-hmm. He takes her off. Then the mom starts talking about and they're, they're interviewing her mm-hmm. like today's times and she's talking and she's like, yeah, he just he told me I was beautiful and we went for a ride by the lake and he started fondling my breast and this kissing me. This is the me. daughter. No, this is the mom. This is the mom. The mom talking okay. and she said, and she's married. Yeah, she's married. And has a daughter. Yeah, and her okay. husband owns a floral shop, okay. so I kind of thought okay. he was a little, sure. you know. Like Michael Jackson. Yes. You know, and now going back to Michael Jackson real quick, all of his ex-wives say they never had sex with him. Or uh, all of his baby mamas never had sex with him. Oh, poor guy. 
Knocked him up. Didn't even get the. Anyway, continue. Didn't do the money shot. Well, he. I understand. So, anyways, this lady talks about her daughter. Her daughter gets kidnapped, and then they're interviewing her, and she's like, "Oh, he was such a nice guy." he used to call me and he'd want me to bring him a sandwich down there and all started. And then we'd go there to deal. And he'd tell me what a nice body I had. And I didn't hear that How at old home. Was she? Mid thirties, maybe at the time, at the time of this. Now she's 60 years old. <laughs> she got fucking kidnapped. No, no, no. The little girl got kidnapped at like 12 or 14. That's what I'm at. The little girl, the little girl was like 12 years old when she got kidnapped okay. or 14. I, I'm sure I'm off on the age, but I got, she was a kid though. She was a she kid, was a little, little, little girl. And little she might've been 10. I don't sure. know. I think it was 12 or something. Anyways, the mom, though, starts mm-hmm. telling this story about her and her relationship with this guy. They were friends of the family. and Did they know that he kidnapped their daughter? Well, after four or five days of him not bringing her back, they finally called the FBI. And the guy's like, no, they your daughter has been kidnapped. They're not stuck somewhere. They've been kidnapped. So anyways, she was talking about her relationship with this guy. And, yeah, we used to go for rides. And one time Dude. he started following my breasts, and we were kissing. It felt so good. But I knew we couldn't do that. It was wrong. Then they interview the dad, and the dad says, yeah, one time Bill comes and picks me up, or whatever the guy's name is, and goes, we go for a ride, and we get there, and he goes, God, I'm just, my wife, she just drives me nuts, and I'm just sexually frustrated. Can you help me with my frustration? To the dad. I'm like, what the? And I turned it off after that, I thought. And I'm pissed off at Greg Gutfield because I listened to his ass talk about how good this was. So I thought, shit, this is, and I told me and Michelle, we're both listening to it. I said, hey. This happened like. 1968, 75, somewhere in that time frame. Fucking weird time. It was. And I'm like, where the fuck are these neighbors at? So, so I've never seen this. I and, turned it I, off. And I never will. So this guy, make sure I've got this right, kidnaps a daughter. Kidnap, makes friends with these people. Kidnaps their daughter. Kidnaps their daughter. Takes her on a, to go look at a horse and Ca- drugs her. Calls and tells the parents, hey, we're stuck. No, no, no. Never calls the parents. Oh. Just, just that he never comes back with her. Right. And they're gone for like four or five days. And then they call the they FBI. They call the FBI. Or they call the police and they call the FBI. I know they call now, the FBI. Now, was he arrested whenever they get the daughter back? I turned it off. Never turned. I never even turned it back what on. What I'm getting at the girl, is- The daughter's alive, though, because they, rec- they, they interview her in this process, too. Well, what I'm getting at is, did him fucking the mom and the dad happen before he kidnapped their daughter? I don't know that he slept with the mom or the dad. This was before. And they let her take their daughter with him. Wow. They just- So, he, he fondled the mom- Jerked off the dad and then. Well, stole I, the I turned it off before I got to whether he jerked the dad. Or the dad jerked him off or not. I turned it off. What a weird dude. I, it was. I kind of looked at Michelle and she kind of looked at me. And I'm like, what fucking, the fuck are we watching here? Crazy. You know, and so that's abducted in plain sight. Abducted in plain sight, and they talk about it all. Everybody's always talking about how yeah, great it I was. Yeah, I see it all over Facebook. So I thought, you know, this is gonna be. So we the night was like, hey, we'll watch this, and mm-hmm. we turned it on. I get it going and stuff, and shows this little girl, and Michelle's like, oh god, I don't know if I'm gonna watch this because really yeah. this little girl's gonna be murdered. And right. Then they interviewing the girl and michelle goes that's the little girl mm-hmm. as a woman so made everybody feel better Michelle's you know like, she's not gonna die Die. she's not dying right. you know and then it starts telling stories about the little girl he would come at their house and sleep he'd be at their house it was just a fucked up deal is this a netflix original or who, i think who, it is a netflix i think it's a netflix original. how the fuck does netflix get these get these stories i don't know but they get a lot of good shit I don't ever watch regular TV no more. Did you watch the Ted Bundy tapes? Part of it. I didn't really get into it that well. I watched. I thought. Uh, I thought it was a one night deal. I didn't realize there was a bunch of episodes, so I watched one, and it like ended, and he hadn't even killed anybody. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I looked, and there's a bunch more episodes. Yeah, so I, I turned I, it off I, after I done. a third of the first one. Mm-hmm. I'm a Netflix guy, but nobody could guess what I watch because the shows I watch, nobody else would watch. I watch Mexican soap operas. I love them. 
Watch one now called the El Cartel. You don't even need you don't even need Netflix to do that. It's Telemundo. Yeah, but it ain't it's in, the same shit. It's not in subtitles. Yeah, they do. In Telemundo, I think they do. Oh, well, I've, I've got. I've seen some of these. I bet I've watched ten series, Mexican series, binge watching. I love them. Mom will come in there, she'll just shake her head because it's all in Spanish. You know what the fuck they're saying? And I catch myself turning the shit up. Like, that's a really right. important part. And they start talking quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'll turn this some bitch up. And I'm thinking, fuck, I can't even hear what they're, I don't even know what they're saying anyways. I'm having to read it. You need a hobby. But it is. That's it. I am. I'm ready for pool and yard season to get here. Pool? And yard oh, season. Oh, not, not playing pool? No, no, not at all. You got a pool table right across the way. You can play anytime you want to. I don't care about playing pool. I just want to get in our pool and work in the yard. But I like, that's my Netflix. They said a big outbreak. This weekend, oh, what tornadoes? Mm-hmm. Ah, it's not gonna be a big outbreak. I mean, That's it's gonna not be what a, Joe Bastardi said. Well, it's gonna Severe. be a, it's gonna be all in Alabama and stuff. I'm not going that far to chase a storm. You no, can't I, see I it. Saw, too damn big I trees. Saw. It's like right over East Texas and up into Oklahoma. It's gonna be way, way east when the trees you can't okay. see. I'm just telling you what. Well, I, I appreciate saw. that, but I'm not going tornado chasing. This and weekend. then it gets cold again. Yes. To finish out March. Yep. And we're gonna have a good chance of some severe weather here at the end of March. Minnesota is getting more snow. I saw this, the snow geese showed up at Squall Creek today. Dane sent me a Snapchat, one of our old guides. He sent me a Snapchat of him clearing his driveway, and it's over his fucking head. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck. He said, I'm running out of places to put it. I bet they're so sick of snow. And now they're calling for another foot of snow in Minnesota. Mm. <clears throat> Where was this all in November when we needed it in October? It'll happen. And poor suckers. Oh, so- miserable. But anyways, I saw where Squaw Creek, the geese were start, the snow geese were starting to show up there, but most of it was froze up. Hmm. What I'm worried about now is another bad hatch. I mean, uh, it's still early. It's early, but man, I'm I'm just because it just keeps getting cold again. Right. Need an early spring and need it to just kind of stay nice. It's supposed to be a wet, wet, wet spring and summer here too. We're never going to get rid of all these all this sheet water, which is fine. I'd no, rather, I I'd it, rather have it too wet than. We Wait, got tons of ducks and geese here now. We got snow geese. I bet there's 10,000 snow geese here still. Yeah. I've never seen snow geese this late. Usually the cranes are going back now. And there was a mallard yesterday. We had a playa lake here. Last Friday, I did a guided hog hunt and it was cold. Hell, it was 25 teens. 25 teens. It was cold, cold, cold. And record breaking cold for us for that time of year. And there was thousands of mallards. Fucking all. They just drank out of the toilet and then he came up here and. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you got to take him home. He is home. Dad loves him here, don't you, Dad? That's Dad's baby right now. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Just don't touch me, Ollie. Fucking go. Go. Your dog licks his nuts, so it's a difference. That's like licking everybody's nuts, is what Ollie just did. They don't put their nuts in the toilet. Sella just cleaned the toilets yesterday real good anyway. So it's it would be just dad or Ed's. Mm-hmm. And they get longer <laughs> when they get older. So Ron's, There's a good chance dad's setting his balls in the water. Huh? Ron, Ron's nuts <laughs> might go into the water. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a good little chit-chat. We'll do these about once a month. Just kind of keep up with what's kind of our opinions on what's going on in the world. I sure am upset Hillary's not running again. God almighty. That would have been some good time. I'll tell you what. The Democratic. They're fucked. Did you see where they don't want? They're not going to be on Fox. They're not going to let the them debate. have the debates on Fox. They told Fox, no, go fuck yourself, basically. They're going to be – because they don't want Fox to make them look bad. Can you imagine all them socialists 
And, and what's funny is right now they're all trying to agree on the same things. Everything's anti-American the Democratic Party's all for. Right. And they're going to have to start cutting pie pretty quick and fighting against each other. It's going to get interesting it's because gonna, Bernie Sanders is going to be the guy. I think Bernie is going to lead it, and then it's going to be a race to go further left than Bernie. And that's where the Democrats are going to fuck up because they're going to try to out-left him. Boy, and, that's going to be awful left. Yeah. And pff, fucking good luck getting – 52% of Americans to vote on that. Yeah, Joe Biden's now throwing his hat in the ring. He's a weird fucker. Uh, uh, what was I watching? Uh, that's what they said. What, what's he going to run on? Who, who's Obama going to endorse? Is he going to endorse Joe Biden to continue his legacy? Or is he going to um, endorse Kamala Harris? That's what it was. They said, what's Biden going to run on? Obama's accomplishments? Yeah. Get him a, up there. Yeah. Get him up there and we'll, 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 put, we'll put Obama's economy up obama's unemployment and then we'll we'll go with what trump's done oh trump it's gonna be make, easy picking trump's gonna make him look so bad kamala harris slipped her way to the top they're gonna pull all kinds of bad shit out on her mm-hmm. but who, who's obama gonna is he gonna go with the old white guy or is yeah, he gonna go with the young to, black lady he's got to go with the old white guy and see then that's gonna piss off his base plus trump's already getting into the black crowd they're getting his he's up to 18 20 percent approval rating in the black community mm-hmm. and they're gonna vote for him it's it's hard to turn down people or to not vote for someone when you got a steady paycheck, you're getting Christmas bonuses, you get to go on vacation, your 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 life is not as better than it was five years ago. Yep. And it's gonna be awful hard for them people to say, Well, I, I'm not I want to go back and vote for what we had before. Now you got AOC cost New York twenty five thousand jobs. Oh, there's gonna be a lot more of that shit coming too. And she's proud of it. She's, she's proud that Amazon didn't come to New York City. She's an idiot. That's for damn sure. But she's she'll be another lifer. She'll be another one that nobody can get out of office. No, she's in the she's just like all the mother old ones on both sides of the aisle. I mean, look at the dickhead we got in Texas. It's our guy, Mac Thorn- Thornberry. Thornberry. You know he's been there for fourteen years and ran on term limits. <laughs> <coughs> and so, until someone runs against him, we're going to be stuck with him. Or until we get term limits. That's what they should do. That's what I want to see one person come up with and say, hey, let's do some term limits. Why would you, though? You're just voting yourself out of a job. It's, they don't give a fuck about us. I agree. How do you How do you make whatever the, the, the representative salary is? And they had a stat, 70% of them are millionaires. Yeah. Uh, Trump made a tweet today, I guess, that said something about that. So they want to undo my taxes. Let's check into people making 170000 a year that yeah. are multimillionaires. Multimillionaires. So... I think seventy percent. If you're if you're in Congress, seventy percent are millionaires, and the thirty is probably just because this is their first first term. It's all them little young chicks from the left that are getting in trouble for writing themselves big checks. I hope they fucking nail her. All right, let's jump off here. All right, see ya.